Ahoy, you scallywags. Oh, that drink reminds me of me. Strong! <laughs> Douchebaggery aside, there is an absolutely stellar podcast on tap for you today. Uh, it features a guy who's been here before, my cousin Travis Gertz, and this lovely lass that he's dating. Her name is Rachel, and she is a baseball savant. And by that, I mean she knows more about baseball than Travis and I combined, or give me 50 other baseball aficionados. It is disturbing how well she knows baseball, and we talk, God, stories how she got into it. We rant about the Astros, those slimy pieces of shit. You know who you are, Astros. And uh, yeah, it's all centered around baseball. Hope you enjoy it. Get out of here. Go watch the podcast. They call them, what what is it, butthole eyes? That's what they call them. Um, All right, so you're going to have the microphone about right here, a a fist away. No, it's it's totally clean. Question mark. <laughs> so it's like yeah, bringing it like as. Depends who you the last. It's totally chill. So just do you care? be brave, be right into it. So like wise, cursing wise, I bleep it all out. It's delightful. I edit the holy hell out of it. Right. Never to one oh, it's ridi- it's ridiculous. It's raunchy. But it's okay, like y'all. I'd say raunchy. There's like you plenty of sound effects. Want. You can say what you want, like an edit as such. Like yeah. it's not this ain't this ain't the Howard Stern show. I still want it to be funny, but at the same time, something learned perhaps. And right now, what? Rachel the guest. You're Rachel the guest, yay! And Travis is out here for delightful commentary on the side, <laughs> of course. Uh, see, you met Travis. On, on the internet. Yeah. And now we watched a Kings game together. Oh, yeah. Now we're BFFs. Yeah. We're totally like you're here in our lives on my property, not my property, but the phone. <laughs> but here. Oh, we're here. But all right. Let me <laughs> let me tell you something. There's been a. You could easily consider this podcast like a sausage fest. There's been a lot of dudes, but alas, there's a girl here. Yay, diversity. <laughs> Who knows great. more about sports than every Ooh, sausage that came? Let's come on. Most likely. We're talking baseball, though. You're the biggest baseball like, fan you will ever meet. Ever? That you will ever meet. Me. You. Personally. Anyone I meet. Anybody else? Well, then. What? All right. Let's kick it off then. So. How did baseball come into your life? How did you become the biggest baseball fan that I'll ever meet? How did it like enter your life? So, my dad's an accountant. Mm. So coming, oh, this is actually going on here. Okay. No, it's it's going on. Oh, okay. Absolutely, no. This is this is a, a libo. So my dad's an accountant. During tax season and stuff, he comes home late and all that. And so to get time with him, when he would come home, like we'd watch baseball highlights, and I'd learn the game like slowly but surely yes. through him. And it became a thing that, like, oh, like, he might be busy on his way to work or, like, anything like that. But, like, we'll sit and watch a game together or, like, father's or cousin's going to the game and then getting into it. He has three daughters. So the fact that he had someone he can share it with, kind of like a son, that was, like, how I got into it. Are you the black sheep kind of? Golden sheep. Like, the golden, absolutely, the golden fluff. 
it's uh that was your guys a connection that was like yeah. your bond that's cool like you and then now i've surpassed him in baseball knowledge so when i text him stuff he'll be like you need to get a life and i'm like oh baseball is my life he's like you need a better life you've created this this is your doing he created a monster Absolutely. and he's the first one to tell you well don't apologize for being about it though like that's what what about the sport entices you so much i mean yes there's total hotties out there and nice tight pants <laughs> Your, those pants fit you quite well, by the way, Travi. I'm looking. You've been squatting. Squatting. Mm. But anyways, what about this delightful sport just just grabs you? Okay, so this is like one of those quotes that gets floated around, but it's not like football, not like basketball. You can't mm. run out of clock. Every guy has to get his last chance. Like, you could be up by 10, but your the other team still gets their last three outs. Like, mm. They still are in it. Wow. That kind of thing. And I like how it's numbers oriented like i'd the say stats yeah. behind it and everything and the strategy with it there's a i forget who the player is but he's like a right fielder and based on like the numbers and stats watching film whatever he repositioned himself to like shallow like almost right behind second and he didn't have to move and like caught the ball just like knowing who is at bat he had like usually hits it this way or whatever with this pitcher sometimes the numbers like I don't know, i'm not a numbers guy i just kind of yell and scream and an ira- I'm an irrational fan oh, okay. so yeah so that's what you're dealing with so I want you to educate me help me out I'm no- <laughs> hell no I won't go alright Dodgers this guy well also like one player does not impact you could have the best player in baseball I'm an Angels fan we do have the best player you in baseball re- you really do you really but do it's not like basketball you have five guys out there if you have the best guy in the league you're Winning games for mm. the most part. Sammy, get out of here. Sammy. Totally sucks, man. But anyways, thanks, Travis. Um. But yeah, like if you have the best player, if you have the best quarterback, you're doing, you're doing significantly right. better. But Mike Trout, they walk him. They don't want to face him. They just walk him. You can't do that with a quarterback. You can't just be like, oh, we're gonna avoid him this game. Well, a, a pitcher. So if there is a position that can influence. But it's Kirk, like a pitcher so is Kershaw only to. pitches once every five games. Oh, really? Pitchers, I mean, it's starting a pretty pitchers sure only one. play once every five games they're pitching. So and he collects how much money? Well, that's a whole other story. So, but we'll get into that. I was so pissed off. It's like, okay, Astros cheated. But their press conference, the oh, douchebaggery, yeah. the, the, I forget who it was. He's like, oh, the Alex commissioner Bergman said this. The commissioner said this. The commissioner said that. Oh, you can. Uh, somebody's like, oh. Do you, how do you feel about the cheating? Oh, you can call it cheating. We broke the rules. You can frame that however you want. But just tiptoeing and dancing around questions, pairing them off like lasers, and he's a Jedi with his freaking lightsaber. And he just sounded like such a prick. I mean, at least he wasn't apologetic, because none of them are. No, they, no. Like, do we root them out, that entire organization out, root and stem, take away? I, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but your feelings on this whole hullabaloo. Is I'm all salty about it. Put me on some popcorn or nachos. <sighs> okay, well, I think it's a little... It sucks that the only way they could implement the team is if they offered immunity to the players. So they have, they're in on it too. That's the problem. That's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. I think it sucks that AJ Hinch lost his job over it because he knew it was going on but didn't like start it. I think the things he said about Beltron weren't true, saying that, I don't know if you know, this past what week. Is, yeah, what did he say? So this past week, AJ Hinch did an interview kind of 
giving the down low on what happened and he was like oh beltron like forced it onto other players players didn't feel comfortable but he said like do it anyways but he's like not these that are type grown men that is bullshit. and he wasn't he was just the veteran he wasn't the star player in the clubhouse that kind of thing and it's funny to me that justin berlander has been talking about how the balls are juiced and like players are cheating and that's why they're hitting so many more home runs when mm-hmm. his team is like front and center in the cheating hey, I mean, <laughs> it's like you know the preacher that it's like ah burn all the fags and then he turns out like to be the biggest pedophile or home of like just, he's just it, it life's like it's that the all the time the, the, the contradiction yeah. is almost too good to be true it's so not good but. on the apology thing i was trying to show you a picture do you watch the office uh yeah Okay, there's a scene where Dwight has to read a letter, like, state, like apologizing for Idiot. stuff. And it's so funny. It's like, the Astros is Dwight saying, I state my regret. It's like, it's, oh, you can't just memorize it. It's like, well, I didn't mean it. And that's exactly what it sounded yeah, it's, like. It's, it sounded like when you're six years old and your mom makes you apologize and, like, you're looking down at the ground, not looking them in the eye, and you're like, I'm sorry, I guess. That's what it looked like. Why did they even have to apologize? It's such a, a weird position. They know they have to, and we're sitting there, all the reporters are getting ready to have at them. When you know they're full of shit, there, there's no, like, the, uh, I forget who it was, but he's saying, this won't happen again on my watch because it was cool the first time because, oh my God, I, I just don't get how they could even say the words i apologize you're not sorry you won a world series you cheated you snaked your way through you got the w against the dot it's the only reason i'm condoning the cheating they beat the dodgers well it's funny and, oh. so this oh, what was yeah. it last night or this morning mlb commissioner said that the red sox skate like their investigation is going to be released at the end of the month Again, uh, it's only condoned because they beat the Dodgers. Absolutely. I love it. I'm so happy because the Dodgers cheat in their own way. There's, they can have yeah. the, the biggest bankroll ever and pay anybody any amount of money. Angels too, by the way. No offense. But it's like, just because you're in LA means you get to have, or New York means you have the highest bankroll. You can just pay and create this team, the super team, whatever you want. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I did see something yesterday, a few days ago, and they were talking about... Um, Kansas City Royals, I think they sold for uh, this, like ridiculous amount of millions. Like they sold mm. the team or they sold something or whatever. But it's like they do have the money. They're just not choosing to pay. Mm. And that's the big thing is like all these owners, some do, some don't. Like the Bushes used to own part of the Rangers. Like they had money they did. to They spend. totally did, didn't they? Yeah. Of course but they Bush did. Bush Sr. But yeah. Ah. They used to own part of the Rangers. They could have spent the money. They chose not to. Yankees decided to get rid of part of their payroll and cultivate young players, and that's why they were so successful these past few years. Last year, they had like some of their B guys even on the DL. They had their C mm-hmm. team playing, and they were still winning more games. So the payroll thing, it's iffy. Oh, it, it doesn't like even if the uh, Astros didn't cheat. It's sometimes a team just clicks and sometimes it doesn't. No matter how much money you throw at it, that's kind of the cool thing about baseball is the chemistry or the mojo going on. And it's like the Astros were good enough. Like they didn't almost didn't need to cheat. Yeah, it's I like mean, they're my so silly. Even the Nationals. It. I put fifty dollars down in March of twenty seventeen on the Astros that they'd win the whole thing. Really? They are in my own division. I just we've been watching them play. They were that good. It was their year. They mm. had the talent. So we weren't surprised when they won. The cheating thing is like they didn't need uh, it. They didn't, but oh, they totally did. Um, 
So what do you think a suitable punishment would be? Say okay. you're the commissioner. So, oh, oh, so okay. you meant the aforementioned uh, plan. Oh, okay. So, so this business plan, please. They've already fired their GM. They've already fired their manager. They have Dusty Baker now, who I think is a good manager. Respect him. Mm-hmm. I think the penalty is... So right now on their team, I think they have about 18 players who are in the 2017 World Series. Of their 25 man, now now 26 man, they have new rules out for MLB that were released this past week. 26 man You're active such roster. a nerd. Oh my God. The 26 man active roster, they have, I think, 18 players who were on the 2017 World Series. Penalize those guys. You, in alphabetical order, so Altuve, then Bregman, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Eight days. 162 out of baseball, each player eight days in a row. So the first season opens up, Altuve out eight days. He comes back after eight days, Bregman, now you're out eight days. Unpaid, not allowed to play. So they're not going to lose their houses. Their family's not going to go hungry. They just won't get paid for those days, like a normal fine. Like the way that that huge, like if they were in a fight, same thing. They're penalized. Those yeah, days. yeah, yeah. Eight days without pay. You add that up for all the 18 players, the Astros will never have their full active roster playing in a game. So the team's sort of penalized. The players are sort of penalized. It's not enough retribution for what they did, but it's enough that the players get a message. They're not going to sit here and kick their legs. They got away with it. It's eight days unpaid. They won't play. Whatever. And then if I... That's what I think the players could agree to. The players, like... They have to. They'll agree to it. Mm-hmm. Other players won't be too thrilled that they got away so easily, but at least they got something. There's a precedent that they're setting for future teams. The team suffers barely because it's like eight days without Altuve. No big deal. But if you constantly have to fill a hole every eight days, you have to fill a new hole, a new position. It's rough. Justin Verlander misses eight days. He only misses one or two starts, but you have to put someone else in in those starts, so it affects them. And then if I was going to take it a step further, which I don't think... So this is where, like, it goes from, like, being really realistic and, like, a good idea to, like... Okay, that's a little too far, but... Please, give me the hot take. Well, I don't think that they would do this, but out of those eight days, then, make them do four days of community service. Going to a league-approved charity or just donate, like, 100000 You either donate 100000 to a league-approved charity that affects, like, little kids in baseball. Mm-hmm. That way you're showing them, yep, yeah, we cheated... We're paying the price. Don't cheat. Baseball's still a cool game, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they Think, would do oh, that. I didn't even think about that, like the effect it has on kids to see these grown men cheating. And getting away with it. And getting away with it. So and they're... The cheating gets you a ring for Houston and Boston. And because they went and tattled on their coach, they get away with it. That would be tough for, say, a rookie going in there and somebody comes up, hey, this is how we're doing things. This oh, is what you're okay. looking out for. Like, are you going to be the guy, the whistleblower? Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. Okay, so Tony, sorry, they just announced this yesterday. I was reading it this morning. Um, wow. Tony Kemp, he was, he came up, he played 17 games in 2017 for the Astros. Mm-hmm. He is now on the A's. As of, like, a few <laughs> days ago. He's very good defensive. His offense is kind of iffy. And, um... The manager calls him in first he reported spring training manager calls him in he's like okay i need to know what part did you play i'm not going to say anything but like you're you played against your team your current teammates played against those guys your current teammates got fucked because of those guys like you're gonna have to tell me and i'll help you with how the relationship's gonna go with your teammates moving forward but you at least have to be honest Mm -hmm. he said that his first day in the big leagues with the team they come up to him and they ask him okay 
this is how we do things. Do you want to be part of it? He said, no, like he had been hitting great in AAA. He mm -hmm. was like, let me just keep doing that. Like I fixed my swing. Let me just keep doing that. And they were like, oh, okay, cool, man. That's it. It was just like, they didn't ask him again. They didn't hit the trash can when he was at bat, that kind of thing. Like it was just one of those things where he was like, let me do my thing. That's going to like mess up my swing. Like he just wants the, he doesn't want to know the pitch. Knowing the pitch is almost like psyching himself out type yeah. of thing. He's yeah. like, I've been doing great in AAA. I'm on a roll. Let me just do it. And also because he was more of a pinch hitter later on mm -hmm. in the game. It'll but, never be like that on, well, who's to say it's never going to be like that on any other team or some kind of Yeah, and so that was one thing that he did say. He's like, I didn't participate. I knew it was going on, but when the commissioner, like the commissioner didn't even ask to interview me. Like they really? interviewed, I think, 50 players. They didn't ask to interview me because I was only with the team 17 games. And because you can see my numbers, I didn't participate. Like yeah. I was not, I was put into pinch run for certain people. Like I didn't get affected. And so because of that, yeah. like, there's now a problem, though, moving forward because he was on that team. He did get a ring because he was on the World mm. Series team. And now he's playing in their division rivals you lose. against guys who got burned for that. Because Oakland was a good team that year. They were wild card team. Mm -hmm. No. No, they were not. They were wild no. card in 19 and 18. They've but been still, they've been consistently uh, good. Like, playoff Well, and they've been affected. Like, if you take away maybe 10 games last year you have a race. Like they mm -hmm. could have won the division and I think they would have ended up going further if they didn't have to play another wild card. It's coming up short these guys, but it's more than the Giants could say lately. At least somebody in the Bay is represented in baseball. But yeah, that's but. one thing like players moving forward, how, like how do they deal with the retribution that they're gonna face? I feel like they should all get beaned. <laughs> like oh, one, no, no, no. So like they're well, outside we'll of the book. Mookie Betts? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just... It's just yeah, ridiculous. It's mayhem. Well, we won't know that for another two weeks. We'll see, but it was... Uh, I would love to see them all step out of the batter's box, take one bean to the back, and then you get to play. But that's only after a year of suspension. I'm thinking you will hang these guys out to dry. You're going to send a message... Start cutting some throats. Each so the a Astros organization has to pull up. Wow. Everybody from AAA or whatever and create AAA a new team. And their is still better than most major Bring up teams. their. Are you really? How do you a think they got team? Altuve? How do you think they got Bregman? Those are all homegrown people. That's why well, that, they're so good. Is because they taught the cheating at AAA. Well, they taught yes. So like you bring up those cheaters, they're gonna keep doing. It. It's just like the Patriots. They're, nobody's gonna. It's not gonna stop. It's never gonna stop. Do you know I'm a Pats fan? Good. I hope you know. It's like you realize <laughs> the, it keeps happening, and they're uh, like. So here's the deal. It's like okay, if here's the cheating uh, reward. Here's the risk. Even if we do get caught. What is $50,000 going to do to a multi-billion dollar corporation? Bill Belichick, go out there, you know, sniff some coke. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're sorry. Uh, they're going to keep cheating. It doesn't matter to these people. They, they don't give a shit. They just want to win. And then if you get caught after the fact, you get to keep the win. If you want to make a difference, start making a difference. All those players, the entire roster, yeah. you're make suspended for a year. Like, skin them alive. Like, to, and uh, Cap Smith had this. Uh, this notion it's like people have been trying to sign still for years these guys are not the first ones to do it but at the same time oh and the, oh we don't know how it impacts the game bullshit and if it doesn't if you don't know how it impacts the game or if it's that little why even put forth the effort or why even risk it if it doesn't matter that much i'm just 
oh, I can't believe I cheered for these guys. I'm glad they beat the Dodgers and yeah. the Yankees because I hate both of those fan bases. Those are the only teams. So but right now, oh, most teams have been super quiet about it except the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yankees, like, Aroldis Chapman basically said, yes, it, they better be worried to face me because he plans on hitting every single yes! one of them with his 105-mile-an-hour fastball. <sighs> But the Dodgers and the Yankees are the only ones sitting here. Also, the Dodgers don't play the Astros this year in regular season. Oh, really? So eh. They're all top right I'm now. just happy they're good. He got screwed so hard. But they're the only ones sitting here throwing a little bitch fit about it. When I feel like the AL West is the only other, like, they are the only ones who can sit here and be like, you know, like, they really f***ed over the, o like, Oakland A's year. should be pissed because as an Angels fan, like, we were not close. Like, there, even if they hadn't been cheating we would not have like the we would have had to jump two teams the A's and mm. Astros were very good last year but Mike Trout's so handsome oh my god all the difference in the world how much is this yeah, contract I'm not, I'm not 800 million you're telling me Mike Trout's not attractive I'm saying he is but I'm not sitting here like oh my gosh he's the best player because he's so hot I'm swooning nah, I'm look swooning at the should we go through tracks. his numbers like dang ah uh, if we must but that's uh, not gonna make him any no, less attractive to me give me those strikeouts give me backwards K's I'll just I'd still swoon for Mike hotter than uh Bryce Beard oh 100 but Chris Chris Bryant though is cuter than Mike Trout Chris Bryant is he on the the Angels the Cubs the Cubs. The third baseman. Mm. The one who lost his uh, arbitration lawsuit thing. Oh, I didn't know about that. What's that? Arbitration. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what is arbitration? So, basically, until you are five years into, your, into the big leagues, when you come up with a team, mm -hmm. you... Get league minimum and then you can go to arbitration hearings to get a little bit more like if you mm. if you decide that what they're offering you for the next year isn't exactly enough or if you're asking for something ridiculous the team can pass and you go to a lawyer who just you present so arbitration hearings are different than like finding the middle ground you present one number the team presents one number the judge sits here and says which one of the two is fair and that's the one that you get there's no like oh we'll meet you in the middle and do halfway it's like okay you want one they want two like or you want two they want one okay, based on what we've seen, you're getting the one. Mm -hmm. Or like, you deserve the two. So the thing is, a lot of teams, if they know they have someone really good, and the Angels did this with Mike Trout and they blamed an injury. Hmm. It was okay. It, no, it was fine at the time. Because he I'll knew he was, making, he was making a ton. But they'll wait and call you up a month into the season. That way they have you for arbitration for a whole other year. If they bring you at the beginning of the season, then it's like... It's five full seasons. So if they put you a month into the year, doesn't qualify as a oh wow so then your your actual like clock starts the following year so they technically will get you for six instead of and that's how before very... you can be a free agent oh, so all the and especially because of how much anthony rendon and josh donaldson are getting for third base chris bryant would stand to make a lot of money next year if he was a free agent like at the end of this season mm -hmm. but because so he went to a, a he filed a lawsuit saying that he deserves to be a free agent this year because of their joke of waiting a month mm -hmm. that he lost it because it set a precedent for almost every single team because everyone in baseball does it oh. and so now he's stuck there until end of next year it's gotta be hard to i don't know would you be able to play for a team that you're trying to get more money out of it's like it doesn't seem like there's much loyalty or like well a it's not that it's he wants for... to leave it's oh, not about right. the money it's he wants to leave 
and oh. be a free agent and go see what's out there and switch teams. So, for example, Mookie Betts is still under arbitration. So he this year has the highest, who else? There's one other player that has the highest arbitration ever, and it's like a 20 million, $21 million in arbitration, which has never been seen, but they didn't have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna get paid though. He's still gonna get paid. He's gonna get paid. Yeah. He's gonna get paid. Why don't they reallocate like a percentage of these funds? Perhaps kick a little down to AAA to make those guys' lives maybe a passive hell, not a living hell every day where you're like, wash like living in your jersey every day and like driving yourself and shit. But um, I do have more questions. Let's Close, see. dang. 20, mm. Okay, so he got 27. What's that? The largest one-year salary for an arbitration-eligible player, Betts deal. So Betts got 27, and like literally like three hours beforehand, Nolan Arenado on the Rockies got 26. Good Lord. That's a good day at the office. I'd wage it. Uh, All right, so like, how do you feel about the... Does knowing the pitch, like what the Astros did, does that, do you feel like that outcome, that affects the outcome of the game, uh, like any more or less compared to steroid use? Like let's let's start talking the, ty- the types of cheating and their overall effect. Like do this they was, truly make a difference? So I listened to MLB on my way into work every day. That was one main question, especially with the Hall of Fame voting that just happened. Mm-hmm. They brought on... Jose Canseco, who is open about his steroid use, loves to point the finger about everyone else who used steroids. Where do you think he injected his butt cheeks or the arm? Both at the same time. At the same time? Yeah. Oh, I am pedexterous, yeah. No, you gotta do it evenly because otherwise you're doing two needles, but you do it both butt cheeks at the same time. Do you think one butt cheek would just start getting bigger and more jacked than the other butt cheek? Have to say, I feel bad for his wife, but. Hey, oh gosh, it's probably like. A concave wiener. I don't think it's, just, I don't think it's <laughs> just everything about him. I'm... It's a damn shame. Well, it's like, what are you willing to sacrifice for for victory or for your legacy, whatever your health, for money? Trash can. <laughs> it's like how much? It's like how much money would you have to be paid to take steroids? There's always oh, that. His number that, is eight million for anything. Eight million for anything. He will do anything. Eight million dollars. Oh, Travis, we'll be talking later, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> To kill my folks and like sell off everything, but we get that eight million mark. Oh, for that he might say fifteen, but fifteen. No, I, I fifteen like, if it involves killing yeah, his that's, parents. Eight million is a family rate. Family <laughs> discount. Yes, absolutely. For the, do anything, try. So you could possibly be a hitman. Be like, hey, for eight million, you'd be an astronaut. You go to Mars. Yes. Anything. Eight million. But you gotta go to school though, and like. Eight million dollars is the number. That's a good. Is it tax free? Yes. Yeah. Very good. That's the over in California. You gotta, you you gotta, gotta make sure it's legit. If it's not tax free in California, eight million is only like five. How much would four. you have to be paid? This is actually an, this is actually an off the cuff question, but I want to talk about it. Meow. Uh, how much money would you have to be paid to take to get beaned by uh, Chapman? Oh, you have to, I'm up, sorry, baby. Let's go. You actually have to specify which Chapman because he uh, gets red, his mat. Red. He gets. It, Red's Yankees, Chapman. but he gets Yankees? a Roldis Chapman and Matt Chapman confused, even though he's an A's fan. Are we talking uh, Roldis, Mr. Shoot? I think he fired a gun through his wall, Chapman. That Chapman. Not a good guy, this guy. And I'm pleased that he do, lost. Do my medical bills get covered on top of my money, or do I have to pay for my own medical bills? 
I mean, as long as I'm not hitting the head. You have a helmet on. It doesn't matter at 105. Uh, you can have a football helmet on. I'll give you that one. But it could be the A, like it's still gonna be A's lights out. Uh, Absolutely. But you wake up on a bed I on was, your bed of cash. The hard part. Well, the thing is, is if you have to pay for your medical bills, your bed of cash is gonna get emptied pretty quick. That's uh, that's true. All right. What if you're? Uh, if is, this takes place in Toronto, the Blue Jay Stadium. <laughs> if my medical bills are paid for, I'd probably. Somewhere around a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Yeah. If oh, all, all injuries and expenses paid for. Yeah, if everything's paid for. Probably a hundred thousand. I mean, that's an honest number to be. To be honest, that, I feel. Because it's like it might get outrageous with it, but I'm gonna need I'm gonna need something where I don't want to go to work for like a year because. Oh, you're gonna be hurting. You're gonna be hurting because I mean, he hits you in the ribs. Uh, you're shattered. Done. done. Collapsed lung. <laughs> done. And uh, you're, hope, possibly you know, cardiac arrest. You know, you're hoping like, please, you know, hit me in the leg. Just hit me in the leg. Butt down, please. I'm hoping. Right, not on the kneecap. Please, not on the kneecap. I just, like, yeah, I just, like, kind of creep You're going to be so ah. tense, like, oh, no. 105, 105 anywhere is... And he's angry. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm you get it, not going to lie. I'm going to rub it. You, you, <laughs> I'm not walking honestly, the first base. I'm going to rub it. I'm going to fall down. You have to say something mean to him. Like, you get to say something mean. How about that as a perk? You get to say one insult. <laughs> But it's up to you. I mean, you're going to get 100 miles per hour plus, so it's like, you might as well make it worth it. Yeah. You might as well. I'm going to say 100 grand. 100 grand plus medical bills. And uh, season tickets. I'll wear it. Ooh, signed by him. And season tickets. I would burn whatever I get signed by Raldis Chapman. Worth ah, it. In 10 years, scum. that's worth money. When he's, going to, he's, when he's in the hall. He's scum. He's scum. He is. Not he's a scum. doubt. Not a doubt. But he got an arm from God. He, how is it possible for a human to throw a baseball that hard? Good Lord. All right, let's, all right, let's, this isn't a question. Freaks of nature in baseball. We got Mike Trout. Uh, Chapman is insane. Uh, Jeter's consistency. And some people just have Ichiro. it. Ichiro. Good he is, Lord. He's going to be in a wheelchair still running out grounders and being safe at first. He would have a great backhand if he was that kid from back, Backyard Sports. Or, is that Backyard Sports? The kid oh, the, yeah. Always a kid in the backyard wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Stud. Backyard baseball. Ichiro. I think Ichiro was there. Pablo, the greatest Pop, baseball yep. player of all Pablo. time. <laughs> the one who had four, four baseballs. Four home runs. Oh, that Pablo. That game. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking game. about... I'm not talking about, talking about Panda Man. Sandoval. No, but Panda's back at the Giants camp. He is, and so is Hunter Pence. But he has more of a chance to make the team than Panda does. It's 2010 all over again. Let's get Bum. Where's Brian Wilson? Oh, God. Where's that guy? Oh, the one who ended up at the Dodgers. He did, but he... Oh, he still lives down there. We saw. My dad saw him. He said... he. Was at a bar and he took a picture and he's like, "Why does this guy look familiar?" I'm like, "That's your least favorite picture, the one that plays for the do- that played for the Dodgers." She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna spill a drink on." Oh, don't do that. <laughs> he did I still he have a picture it, but... of. I still have a Wilson beard silhouette shirt. Well, he had to shave it when he went to the Dodgers. It's like cool with the Yankees. They uh, have an image. I prefer. They do have an image to maintain, kind of like James Harden. But I, I prefer um, Wilson's beard. Not a foot long, but just barely, like, you know, over a stubble, an intimidating amount. Like, how he won he did look the 2010 World Series. That that beard is championship status. Gold status. It's marketable. It really is. That team, I think of a bit more marketable team. They had panda stuff. They had Tim Linscombe f***ing ass shirts. They had... Let Timmy smoke. Timmy, let Tim smoke. You had... Guy, the giraffe, um, what's his face? The Bell. Brandon Bell. 
Crawford's hair, greasy, delightful. It was a very marketable. T- they made that a was- ton of money. Absolutely. Crazy hunter. Need another? Oh, the that <laughs> bobblehead oh, going against the uh, the wall. Uh, another bruiser. Yes, sir. Bruiser. I think I need one too. Would you like? Oh! Uh, speak more base. But whose team's better between the both of you? In general, or this year? Yeah, both. Well, one team has won a World Series more recently. The year that, sorry, one team had a movie called Moneyball about 2002. The one thing that's not mentioned in that movie is the team that actually ended up winning the World Series that year. Hmm. Who is that again? I don't know. Some team from LA. With uh, big money. Oh, shit. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I insulted Calvert the other day. I gave him Baratheon. He's like, don't give me Baratheon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to hear the roar. Only if the only if the Kings would you know win a few games, then maybe we'd hear the roar. Absolutely. Do you see that Harrison Barnes is not going to shave his beard until the Kings are 500 or the season ends? Oh God! It's not going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Where in Westeros would you want to play baseball? Because we had the golf question, but where do you think would be the dopest like baseball field? Same same thing. I'm going down south. I'm going to warm weather. There's a reason spring training. Are you going to Dorn? Dorn would be spring training for sure. Oh, absolutely. And then I'm going to High Garden. <laughs> High Garden would be, God. What 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 baseball field would be the equivalent to High Garden? The Rockies have nice like. Rockies would be nice. But some lush outfield. I think you're gonna be somewhere in like. You lose. Good day, sir. Possibly something Wrigley. something with the ivory. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking plants. Very yeah. good. I would say Very probably good. Wrigley with the ivy out in. Outfield. Where have you guys? What other field have you guys been to? You, I've, I'm biased. Giant Stadium, or sorry, Oracle Park. Now, that has got to be one of the prettiest fields I've ever been to. One of the only fields I've ever been to. Uh, compared to the other ones I've seen, there are other iconic fields. But where have you been? That. Well, it's my bucket list to see you in all 30 baseball stadiums. Mm. Uh, at 15. You're at 15. Yeah. Oh, very good. And what is uh, the consensus, well-traveled one? Wrigley and AT&T slash Oracle are tied, number one. Really? Wrigley because the historical stuff and like the scene and the vibe. It's just a really cool baseball town. And around there, it's really cool. They have just a cool scene nearby. Like, mm-hmm. You're not just going for a game, it's an experience. Yeah. And then you can't, San Francisco is so pretty with the bay there. Oh, on a clear day, a day Home game. Home runs going out and you have like, especially in summer when you have people out there in the little kayaks and canoes and they're catching the balls and oh, stuff. God. I think that stuff's so fun. Did you know uh, I happened to jump in McCovey Cove one year? No, I didn't know that. It was 2010 World Series and we're floating out there. And I just told the story on a previous podcast. And... Um, it's like, I'm DD, foolishly, but we're floating. It's nighttime, and the Giants are like, there's a rally going on, whatever. And I look up, and I see a baseball falling from the sky, out of the darkness. I'm like, it lands in the water. Nobody's going crazy. I'm like, this is my chance. How does nobody know a home run was just hit? I thought Wait, maybe it was the Rangers. Are so you, you're, I jump in. You, okay, cause I had no I, idea. We were watching this back, obviously, like, my dad and I don't miss World Series. We watch at home. Right. We were watching, and they just kept showing people who would jump in at home runs. So I'm sure we probably saw you on TV Most jumping likely. in well, to get a ball. It wasn't a home run. Oh. Somebody was just on the pier and chucked it for oh. a yuck, and they got me. I'll tip my cap ever, man. I'll buy him a beer because that's pretty funny. You got some idiot to jump into the water 
And I looked at it, like, because my buddies pulled me in. I thought Cooper and Kuiper were zooming in on me. It's like, oh, look at that, the first home run at ATG Park. What a... What a nice young man down there. Whatever they're saying. They're probably making fun of me. Like, nice silly decisions. What an idiot. So anyways, these guys on a boat next to us said, oh, dear moron. I was like, screw you. This is history right here. They're like, no, somebody just threw that from the pier. And sure enough, there's not a single MLB logo on it. No World Series. In fact, it is a looking baseball. Slightly green. And boy, howdy, I kept it. I'm not sure where it's at, but I kept it because... That's what you need. Just put it up here. I'm not sure. It would probably go right next to... Hulk. Uh, Donatello, the blue. Uh, the oh, Hulk hand, fist. You put a beer in there. Um, Lordy, best baseball team of the past decade, would you say? And your opinion, your answer could be, can be, and is encouraged to be saturated and personal bias. Have an opinion. I don't care about the numbers. Just, just say how you feel. Billy. <laughs> So the early half of the decade, I would say, obviously it has to be the Giants, mm-hmm. but if you went on best team of the decade who did not win a World Series, the Rangers made it to the World Series twice at the beginning of the decade in they 10 did. and 11, mm-hmm. lost, 2011 was rough, and then 12, <laughs> that was rough. Against oh, the Cardinals, we yeah. lost three home runs in one game. Plus, say, they had Josh Hamilton that year. David Free, I was. Oh, David I was, Free. I'm yeah. gonna ask you like your. Well, we can even mix mesh these questions like the best like clutch playoff performance. So we can go like okay. the first five years of the decade, second five years. So it's a little more uh, digestible. So Giants in the big early decade, 2010, 12, 14. Who that's probably has one of my favorite moments of all time. Your playoff. You want okay. Something. Just yeah, best something playoff crazy. performance. You're saying. Yeah. Like there's there's a question. There's single there's, moment. There's or single like moment in a World Series. So there's two questions. There's uh, a single like performance, say within a World Series, and then like say a moment, like a hit or like a defensive mm. play, like a one off. I mean, Madison Bumgarner. Coming in. And that. That's coming that's in. By far mine yeah. is. Godlike. Yeah, that's that'll be hard to be beat. Well, it changed the tempo of the game. It changed if he hadn't come in, that's it, and that's one thing that like should define a game moment in that the is World it. Series. Is like if a player if if he doesn't happened, do that, they don't win the World Series. Exactly. And he did it like off of what a day's rest, and he shoved it to him, and then what's his face in the outfield tried to screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. luckily, we got him to pop out. Like the dude is... Royals were good. And I could not stand it. It definitely elevated the legacy of Madison Bumgarner. Absolutely. You know, he went from like, oh, World Series champion to the precedent of what makes a pitcher great in in the the playoffs. That is it. That's he's a killer. And you saw that he's a killer right there. He got the job done. I mean, that performance alone solidified his call to the Hall of Fame. That that right there made Madison Bumgarner, like, he went from like, yeah, he's a great pitcher, the he's Giants. got a chance. No. A Hall of Fame. Hall he of is fame. a Hall of he is a Three rings isn't enough. That winning, he single-handedly won, like, to get so, there was but, insane. Yes, but his performance in the playoffs, yes, but the Hall of Fame is for all-around players. His home runs, his offensive prowess is not good enough to get him to the Hall of Fame? Maybe in, like, your... Six or seven, I'm about it. But eventually he makes it. 
I would eventually make. I would say within. I would say within the first three years, people put a. They put a lot of weight in what you do in the playoffs. Mm That is what that is what defines a Hall of Fame career. You could be one of the greatest players in the world, but if you don't ever do anything in the playoffs, Kershaw, it doesn't matter. Does Kershaw get in, in your opinion? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he's, his team still he's makes Mr. the playoffs. Mr. Ringless. He still he, makes the playoffs. He has a wedding ring. He is one of my least favorite, but most respected. He's such a nice guy, though. Clayton Kershaw and Mike Trout will be in the same discussion. They. They'll elevated never win, the they'll game. Never win a ring. I mean, Kershaw still like Trout will be unanimous. He's chance. gonna be the next. Well, Jeter was a unanimous, but after Mariano Rivera, Trout is the next unanimous player because you cannot you say so? he does not belong in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but he will more than likely, unless no. he changes teams. He will needs a ring. Not win a do, World do you series. need? We have him for ten you, more years. He's gonna get a do ring. Do you need a? We'll pay for it. Here's, here's a question. Here's a question. Can they? Send it He'll to have them. a final Can replica. Can you be the greatest player of all time without a ring? Yes, because this game is built around nine players in a lineup working together. Not one player who can make his team amazing. They just pitch around him. No, doesn't matter. To be the greatest person player of all time, you need to have won a championship. It's like, is Dan Marino in the, in the hall? Oh, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's, he's not never, the greatest quarterback of no, all time. He's got, like... Because like what's everybody's be first when you think about who's the goat? The first thing that comes to mind is how many championships they won. Yeah. What's Michael Jordan's first argument? Oh, he has six rings. You know. Oh, you go to Montana. Oh, he has rings. He does. You know, it's not. Nobody ever goes. Oh, he's thrown. You know, he's the league leader in career whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it's how many championships have you? That's won. all people care about. That's all that matters. It's all, and That's it's an what, easy out, so you don't have to pull up stats that you don't. Okay. That I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what everybody's like, oh, like LeBron versus Jordan. The first argument that's made is rings. It's always the first argument. Rings <laughs> and then and then into everything else. You know, but it's like everybody for Jordan is, oh, I got, he's got rings. He never lost in the finals. To be the greatest player of all time, you have to win championships. Indeed. It's not to, like, I'm on Team Jordan in that regard. And we'll get back to the baseball, but it's... Uh, you know, so you can't disregard how many times LeBron has been to the finals consistently. Oh, uh, even though I'm a Jordan guy, like Jordan I mean, I'm Jordan, LeBron. I'm Team Jordan, but yeah, you know, it's, if you go into the rest of the stats, you know, it's, it's overwhelming. It gets a lot closer than what people, you know, may originally think that are non-basketball fans. It just comes up to getting the job done, though. It comes, it comes down, down to it. Yeah, you know, you go to golf. Oh, Tiger's greatest of all time. How many majors has he won? You know, Gretzky. But these are. Things where you're individually, you can't bring up Tiger. He did it by himself. If Trump mm. was a one-man team, don't get me wrong. Like no pitcher wants to face him nine times. Not at all. In a row. Okay. Well, what about the argument for football and quarterbacks and the greatest football player of all time? You have eleven, and you can only That's play crazy. one side of the ball. Yeah. But there's still, the, you know, you never hear a defensive player is going to be the greatest player of all time. It's always going to be receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, and linebackers. Yeah. Maybe safeties. Some Even the greatest safety, just like who, nobody. If you're gonna go the safety. top five greatest football players of all time, there's not gonna be. You're not thinking defense. No <laughs> defense. You know it's gonna be five offensive players, more than likely all quarterbacks. People except like for you know some people might throw Lawrence Taylor in there just because he changed what offenses had to do because of what he did. Olt. <laughs> you know, you do enough coke, you'll be. <laughs> 
Greatest football player of all time. Speaking of Coke, baseball! Hey! What does it say? Okay, so if rings matter, who is the greatest player of all time? For baseball? In your opinion, then, who is the greatest player, active or of all time? Mm. And you can't say Barry Bonds because... I will not. I will not. <laughs> He's not. I don't know. I'll, sure. Giants fans loves to say that to me. Well, I mean, his head got so big. Because <laughs> that's probably where and, he injected it. And he's arrogant. Yeah, just plonk. Do you think he got any smarter? Negative. Because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Greatest so baseball stupid. player of all time. That's a, that's a hard question. That's a tall order. I'm asking the questions here. <laughs> I won't be subject to these hard questions. I, mean, I don't want to think. I don't want to have an opinion. I mean, the, the, easy, the easy answer is everybody, you know, Babe Ruth. Babe. Was he that good? In a time where... The the he's only allowed to play against white guys. I mean, That's what I mean, That's what the, the hell? That bring in Satchel Page five years earlier than you actually did. Where is the rest of the talent group? Or the diversity? I mean, he's the greatest hitting pitcher of all time. He's like, oh, he's just like God bless For it. Now. For now, I know we're yet to see how many great players are we about to see coming through. And, well, but, and also technology wise, it changes generations. I can't. Ooh. I think you can't call anyone the best player of all time. I think you have to go based on generations. Like the steroid era, there were great players, but it's just the era of the time mm-hmm. to say that there's the best player of the era versus of all time. Should steroids play a factor in someone getting into the Hall of Fame or not? And will sign stealing for any of these Astro players, regardless of what happens in their yeah. future, say they have a great... Uh, Altuve keeps you know. hitting over 100 every single... Like, top... Wow. He turns into each row or Pete Rose when it comes to hits. It's still going to be a discussion when he gets mm-hmm. to the Hall ballot about whether he belongs. Personally, I think that the Hall of Fame is a museum. It's history. It's there. I've been there, so it's a little. Oh. It, it literally is a museum. It's there to document history. So how can you not let the steroid era players who deserve it to get in just put them in a separate area that says like <laughs> that? Well, no. Segregate these players. Just say like, just or put an asterisk, put something on there that says they participated in the steroid era. There was drama related to them getting in the hall because of this. Tell their story, but don't just not allow them because of what they did. Because at the time, anyone who does steroids after it became after they started testing, I think 2005 when they started testing for steroids, different story. They should not be allowed in. But these guys, it was the era that it came. It wasn't. They weren't testing for this all the time like they are now. That's it was just a part of the game. Yeah. It was. At, they that, did it during that era. That was just. You have the dead ball era. You have the steroid era. Mm-hmm. You'll now have the technology. The technology era. Like it's just a part of baseball history. So how are you? You know. And don't let everyone in. Like yeah, just the guys who deserve, deserve it. it. McGuire and Clemens right now on in bonds. They're the ones closest to getting. They're in their eighth year right now mm-hmm. on the ballot. They only have two more rounds to go. I think you let them in. But, but like, they had the numbers. They were good players. You still have to hit the ball, regardless of how yoked out of your mind you are. So you asked earlier about steroids versus sign stealing. Mm-hmm. They brought in these people, and they asked them, and they said, like, steroids, you still have to hit the ball. If right. we knew what pitch was coming different story we can adjust our swing we can adjust where we sit in the box if we know what pitch is coming we can hit it better steroids we had to still hit it if they're throwing low curve balls but we know it's low curve ball we can adjust but if it's not my pitch i still have to swing and actually hit it Mm -hmm. as a pitcher i would much rather face a superhuman versus some guy who knows exactly what i'm gonna throw right 
Right. You know, that person, there's still the element of what am I going to throw? Where's it going to be? Everything else that goes into it versus like some guy that's like, oh, like she said, this is going to be a low curveball. And then you already know, you, you know, you can sit back and you know, like, oh, that's either going to be a ball or if it's not. Like, or if your weakness is off speed outside. Mm hmm. And you know that that's coming. They bang the trash can twice or whatever. They know you know it's coming. You lay off of it. But if that's your weakness and you don't know what's coming, you're swinging at that nine times out of ten unless you know it's coming. Even exactly. even if you are on steroids, it doesn't matter. Like you're still gonna swing. You and that's it. also why I think Bonds does belong in the hall because even with the steroids, his ability to see pitches and lay off them. Like, he got walked more, and this was before the intentional walk where you just point to first base and they walk. Like, Do you like that or not? Like, quick question before we no, get back. No, I think if you... Play the game. Pitch. Pitch. Up your pitch count, whatever. Like, those, those you're still throwing, you're still pitching. Make it count, especially because I've seen it. What was it? Flatty. Against Vladimir Guerrero, they were... Because, you know... Not D-Bots? Like <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Different Vladdy. <laughs> Go on. Madame. So, Vladdy Guerrero <laughs> Sr., Shame. No, Shame. He used to swing at those wild pitches. A pitcher was trying to intentionally walk him, got too close to the plate, and he swung ground rule double. I love it. Because it just, he was like, well, it was, about the game? it was outside, but he just stepped in to get it, and that's yeah. it. Like, what if there's a wild pitch? And you think about, exactly, how many pitchers can't throw intentional walks? Yeah. Like, there's all sorts of madness that happens. You know, it's just like when pitchers try to fill their position, and then Ooh, it, some are good. It, it some are good, it, but yeah, some are some are good, but some are like, oh, well, it's like you can throw ninety miles. The ones an hour. that just point. They're the ones that they're the ones who just they look, they just point, and they get out of the way. Yeah, pop ups. That's you. That's it. Yep. They're uh, like it's, it's there. It's like you expect the you, nine times out of ten they they get the walk, so you make all your pitches. But the human error and just the baseball gods, which there are, I wholeheartedly believe in baseball gods more than any other deity. Yeah, they're uh, all deity. out in cornfield in Iowa. They're doing something because in the playoffs, you start seeing the freakiest shit happen, uh, like pop-ups or, or Hunter Pence hitting the ball off the bat twice, and it kind of fractures, sends the shortstop on his first step one way, and the ball freaks out the other way. My, my sorry, uh, Playoff moments. My number one, Travis Ishikawa. Home run to win, uh, God, I think it was a NLDS or something like that. It was like a home run right field to win the game. Maybe even, even the wild card game. God, I haven't heard something that like name that. since Travis that. Ishikawa. <laughs> it was just so goddamn clutch. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. As like a one-off. Because I was watching it live in Petaluma. I was just all sorts of excited. Uh, but you guys, though. Some moments. Possibly David Freeze. Some home runs. The Rangers were a pitch away from winning the World Series, but the so Cardinals great. said, no, no, so no, great. not today, Matumbo. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's great. Well, so with that even, the year after that, they ended up losing it on the last day. of the, No, there was a – they had a wild card game for the wild card game. It was them against Tampa to see who would go on. And so – they, had, they were tied with the same record at the end of the mm. season. The wilder card. Basically. Awesome. <laughs> basically. It was crazy. Um, so, uh, There's some, been some amazing so defensive plays. Who's all right, the second baseman for the Cubs? Um, Young Buck. It was like the 
they were they were winning the game. I I admire defensive plays like how like range the guys have, but um, there's when he took uh, somebody's trying to steal second. His ability to time his swipe to where it's as fast as he can and Javier Baez, Javi Baez, and to get the ball and like make the tag in one just quick fluid swipe is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. What I love about him is he calls it. He hasn't even tagged the guy yet, and he's already pointing at the catcher like, got him, like, boom. Yeah. Doesn't even look at the guy, tags him, starts walking off like, that's, he already knows next it. level. He is the that most arrogant. He's probably one of the most yeah. arrogant baseball players I've ever seen. you got to back it up. I don't hey, mind And he does. It defen- defensively, Dude. he backs it up. He can't hit the first <laughs> shit. Nope. But so, defensively, he's but probably... That was a good World Series with the rain delay and everything, and then they seemed out So of it. dramatic. So oh my, who wrote that script? Was it you? That's what it looked like. It looked like made for a movie. There's a, probably, the, probably the same there people that turned the lights out in the Niners Super Bowl. That, I, what's that? Probably the same people who turned the lights out for the Super Bowl oh, in the Niners. It, well, the Niners didn't win that one. Good luck. Kaepernick. <laughs> they tried. They gave it all they could. We're going to turn the lights out and hope oh, that the Niners show up. Jim's like, come on. He's like, all right, like, maybe that was the sign we're going to lose. Or something. I have a conspiracy that, uh, you know, Peyton Manning against the Seahawks, that, that Super Bowl, that the first play went through it over his head. Oh, total That's, conspiracy theory. That is just like the Black Sox. If you get yeah. beamed or whatever, the first oh, pitch, no. the, you know, the, the fix is on. No, they had to have the center. They had to be squeezing the center for like, hey, you're, he's probably in the hole for a couple hundred thousand dollars. His bookie goes, hey, you're going to hike this ball over Peyton Manning's head. First score of the game is a safety. Hey, now. Was it? That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. First first points of the You know what the odds are on the first points of the game being a safety? If you know that's going to happen. Oh, sh- That's right. And all you'd have to do is squeeze one player. Not the whole team. Not the coach. All you'd have to do is squeeze the center. How hard do you squeeze them? Well, he doesn't get paid that much anyways. Make some juice. You know, squeeze juice. this guy. All, all of a sudden, he hikes over Peyton Manning's head. And, you know, you bet... You bet $100,000 on the first points of the game to safety at 50 to 1. That is pretty dope. That's the no, thing that was 150 to 1 this past year, yeah. something Good like that. Lord. Like, it was crazy. You numbers. know, all of a sudden you're I looking at it. millions of dollars. The degenerates out there. Over, you know, all you got to do is get to one player. You don't have to get, like, the Black Sox, you got to a whole team. Yeah. You know, where. Different times, different, different times. times but, but still, you only have to get to one person. You have to have dirt on one person. And the fix is on. And all of a sudden, because he doesn't have to affect the whole game. You affect one play. Certain ones. And then make up for it the rest of the game. Get your ring, all that. Do what you got to do. But it wasn't close that game. I own you for one play. It's kind of like Pulp Fiction where he tells him, you're you're going down in the fifth or whatever it is. Is That's a good trivia question. What round is Butch supposed to go down in 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 Pulp Fiction? Your ass goes down the fourth. I couldn't tell you what it is. Being Rames. Great question. Mm. Um, Let's let's turn this conversation into some kind of Bo Jackson going from football back to baseball. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's currently trying to do it. He's He's in the minor. He's at camp right now. He's at at camp? He's finally made it to spring training. Says Kumbaya. Good. You know what? (laughs) I admire him for at least like trying I, I don't care what Stephen a says stay in your land or whatever hey man, at like, least he's finally married he's, he can try, get he's laid. married yeah he can get laid tim now. tebow's had sex there's no rules in 2020 <laughs> tim tebow's had sex do you believe in miracles but but he's but. married that does not mean he's had sex let's be real hey on that wedding night you know you, a you wedding know, damn well he's waiting a, this whole time. a wedding needs a bedding hey. a soul needs a sheath if I may quote uh, 
God. Uh, What's his face we'll from the twins? Him. Oh my God, Walter Frey. That cr- decrepit old piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. So, anyways, moving on. Excuse my language. That's a Ric Flair noise. You know. <laughs> Like we were talking about Reggie's the the Ric Flair dog, he just refuses to die. This guy's yeah. head has been def this my dog's head has been deflated at one point. How we do not know, and now it, like it got better somehow. Like I've only seen a cartoon stick his thumb in his mouth and blow. That's how you reinflate your head. I don't know what Reggie did, but his head reinflated. Apparently, it's a thing with dogs. It's the craziest. <laughs> shit. Oh, f- Anyways, more questions, Moss. Um, I guess, oh, favorite baseball moment. There's like plays and stuff. Oh, there's so many. I have, let me, please, oh, that, that, was, that was a light right there. Go okay. for it. Not so much a moment. Best day in baseball. Please. I think it was 2011, the last day in baseball. There was like three different division, four different division titles. And the, this was back when there was just one wild card team. There were not two at the time. Mm-hmm. Within like 30 minutes. Four different games ended within like the 30 minutes. There were rain delays involved. It was like the Red Sox versus Tampa, Yankees versus probably Toronto because who else are they gonna play? Um, <laughs> just, it was just a series of different stuff. Like the Phillies were playing, the Brewers were involved in it. Like there were just like four or five different games that finished within 30 minutes of each other and like one outcome affected the other like it was almost like a movie where oh. they're sitting in the clubhouse oh, waiting you. and it's like oh boston lost okay we have to win that kind of thing yeah and it was just like i had my dad and i were sitting watching there was the tv on one we brought in the little portable tv oh my and God. brought that in we you're had the computer those guys on one. well it was all with it. like <laughs> we were watching one game and the announcers were like we're flipping channels and it's to the point where it's like okay we have this one on we have that one on like all you need of them the finished. nfl red zone it was called like it, oh, they like still talk about it as the greatest day, like greatest finish to a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they call it like game one. Like there's a documentary about like game one sixty two out there. It's like a thirty. Oh for really? 30. But it was like That's game one sixty two, and it was about it was twenty eleven. I remember because mm-hmm. like my dad had to write me a note for my homework and that. Oh was, we wow! Now you confess. <laughs> Years later. Oh, the, the teacher knew it. it. Literally said on the note, it was like we were watching baseball. Take, take her education somewhere else, you hag. Um, but that was a good one. That was, like, the best, like, this romantic about baseball moment. There that, is like, a romance about baseball that other sports aspire to, but I think because of the years, the heritage that baseball cultivates, it's it goes beyond, you know, the foul line. So my moment, I literally just, just thought about, like, it was – the after the Boston Marathon bombing, and that was when the the, the Red Sox. It's, it's when it's more about sports. When you win it for your city, that's huge. And then David Ortiz, oh, big poppy, that speech, the most uh, effective and amazing f f bomb I've ever heard. He says, "This is our fucking city, and nobody's gonna dictate our freedom." This coming from an immigrant, yeah, a, a baseball player, somebody who comes in here, and it's like it was so uniting and so very Boston too. Well, so Boston. So my theory is anytime there's like a big tragedy in a city, they end up winning the World Series. 2001? Yeah. The Yankees won it that year? Yankees won it that year. They, they deserved yeah. it. They, they won lost it in 2004, Yankees. though. Boston. Houston. Houston. Uh, New, Or-, New Orleans. Yeah. Those, the Saints won it the year Katrina yeah. hit those f- Look at, I mean, they were playing A's, A's Giants, so it had to be a Bay Area team. Yeah. When the earthquake happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh was that they haven't 
like faced each other in the well, other 2002 they almost did, but they yeah. uh, they haven't faced each other in the World Series since then. If the Golden Gate crumbled, the Giants would have won. God damn it! <laughs> Thank God. Was that Mother still Nature. Candlestick Park? Yeah. It gone. Yeah. She gone. There's a little square that says like. This was one. This, this is. Um, this used home to be one of Candlestick Park. Oh. They have that in New York too for My old heart. versus new Yankee Stadium. Uh, have you been to the Yankee Stadiums at all? And Jeter weekend, the year he was retiring, Labor Day because they weren't sure if he would get hurt too soon. Labor Day weekend, Jeter weekend. Good day, sir. Okay. Good. Good. All right, all right so, um, so we're wrapping it up. Let's do a quick off the cuff, like rapid, rapid fire. We good with that? We good? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Wait, before we do that, say you're an umpire. Somebody strikes out looking. What's the noise you make? How are you ringing them up? Come on, Rachel, please. I sweat and ejaculate at the same time. Wow. Oh, I'm an adult. Yeah, okay. I'm an adult. So All right, off the cuff. Off the cuff. All right. Uh, most satisfying sport noise. Is it the swish of a three-pointer, the drop of a golf ball going into the hole, the pop of a catcher's glove, or the smack of a home run? Wood first metal. Mm. Mm. Greatest sports noise. Sports noise. Perhaps a, a chain link. I love the sound from a catcher's glove. Oh, the, the, that pitch just, just that. hits wow. just perfect. Mm -hmm. It's like... Crack of the bat's so nice too. When, just when they square it up, a hundred percent. Oh it's yeah, just like golden noise. Yeah, that is good. That is solid. And yours was what, Travis? Mine's the sound of a chain metal net in basketball. Chain metal net is <laughs> just that sound Ooh, is just nips harder just thinking about it. So good. Um, if that could be a ringtone. Oh, just swish. I bet you. You got twenty twenty. Absolutely, anything's baby. possible. Uh, what is the best sports noise? I want to say Richard Sherman crying. <laughs> <laughs> His face in the dirt in the Super Bowl is just priceless. Because it's not just him. I honestly don't think he's a bad guy. But no, what it represents, piece of he represents the the Seahawk fan base, who I think are all slimy pieces of shit. Why? Because in uh, when they were playing against the Packers and losing the playoffs, I saw fans leaving. The best fan base in all the NFL is leaving a playoff game early. The 12th man, and then y'all get recover the onside kick because the guy tried to catch it before Jordy Nelson. You come back and win, but y'all leaving y early. Fans are already just gone. like the same fans that left when the Miami Heat were behind, and Ray Allen said three, three, three. They're trying to get back in, but they wouldn't let him. Uh, no, nah, if you leave, you don't get back in. Same uh, pieces of <laughs> But those fan uh, bandwagon fans crying. Yep. Or like leaving. Get out of here. The tears of Seahawks fans is the greatest tears, noise in Tears sport. of Seahawks fans. That's it. Uh, number two. Um, is $14 a fair price for a beer at the concession booth at a baseball game? Hell no. <laughs> Very good. I oh. saw it was $14.50 at the at Giants, like their last game against the Dodgers this past season. Yeah. They better Jesus root it Christ. right there and hand it to me if they're going to charge me that much. If I pay $14. Like, what happened to like, dollar beer night? There's whole, no such thing. $14 for a beer. I could have gotten a plastic handle of vodka and got the job done. I was going to say, it better be in the Fussly. You think about like throughout the history of time, like with baseball, like what fourteen dollars could have got you? Like, oh my god! You could have bought Babe Ruth. You could have bought Babe Ruth. Like, that's part of like a, you could have had season, season tickets and beers that's at all the games for fourteen dollars. A foot massage and a cigar. 
1939 World Series, $14 is falling. But alas, another question. Uh, best baseball concession food. Is it garlic fries? Is it hot dogs? That's only dog? in San Francisco and a few stadiums. Not really? Not garlic fries. Y'all well, are spoiled that's... up here. Color me spoiled. We're in California. We're yeah, the best. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, Giants fans don't get how good they have it. Other oh, stadiums they're Bay Area suck. Suck. You like, got a great stadium. Woo! Hey! Great concessions. <laughs> Used to be a good team. Oh. oh no, they have the Ghirardelli hot chocolate and the bacon wrapped hot Ghirardelli. dogs plus the garlic bread. The bacon wrapped hot dogs outside like the those little Mexican carts when they're just cooking with the sautéed onions. Yep. Just, oh my God. Gets yeah. me by the, the nostrils and the nips. It's just pulling <laughs> me forward. I'll tell you what, yeah. Mm. What's your what's your concession? I think nachos? No. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders are good, but no, I think you, for me it's the classics. I just like a good bag of peanuts. Bag of peanuts. And just go sit there, Travis. eat my peanuts, watch a baseball game. I scoff at you. I scoff. All right. It's over America's a, pastime. Over a churro. I'm going to enjoy the America's pastime. Give me a beer. Give me some peanuts and some Cracker Jacks. That's all I need. And you don't care if you ever get back? I don't care if I ever get back. <laughs> what if you, do you root, root, root for the home team? Only in the seventh inning. Because uh, they don't win, it's a shame. How many strikes are is it one, <laughs> two, and three. three strikes? You're out in the old ball game. Wow. You know what? There are other questions, but I feel like that's so the you best. Stop it there. That's how you end that's, it. You know what? That's how you end a podcast right there. Rachel, thank you for coming on. Hopefully, we can do it again. You know, spring's coming. More baseball is coming, baby. Into spring training. We'll do it again. Let's go. All right, you guys. Well, Travis, Seven Rachel, more days. doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. All right, bye-bye. Come on. You lose. Good day, sir.